0: All right, on the on the count of three, okay, one, two, three. Hi,
1: my name is Maria Salazar. Maria Salazar. Salazar.
0: Okay, I can see, I can see. I've, I, the moment the button hits record, you it become, you start thinking about. <laughs> all the people who may be listening let me tell you i only have an audience yeah, exactly. an actual audience of about 50 people over a month of downloads so
1: father capodano uh, in manhattan new york he was the navy corpsman um he he died in, in combat and uh he died protecting his, his Marines. so got out in 2011 and
0: yeah. what did yeah. you do in the marines
1: um, I was uh, for 11, a 0411, a logistics specialist. Um, I was stationed with 6-1 Transit Italian. I had a Bank, New Jersey. Oh, and basically my job was just to keep, you know, our contact readiness uh, reports and supply, liaison between supply in a mix.
0: Have you seen any of those movies where they go, everybody's talking and they're fine and they're relaxed and they go, okay, we're live in three, two, one. And they get this like Charlie Brown grin on their face and like they look like they just wet their pants and (laughs) they can't talk anymore. Like maybe they shouldn't have said we were (laughs) live. Yeah,
1: don't give me the heads up. Just like, you know, jump (laughs) to me and then I don't
0: have to think about it. Yeah, here, let me relax you. What are you going to say to the millions of Americans watching right now? (laughs) Oh,
1: God. That was not any uh, pressure at all.
0: (laughs) I this until just before we went live is that you are uh, a student in art therapy.
1: Therapy. It's definitely... Like I was was telling you before, um, I feel like art has always been a big part of my life, just in general. You know, it's been like one of my coping mechanisms, um, but now that I, I went back to school, I now I understand the science behind why it's helpful, you know, so it's kind of like an aha moment, cause like I've always been, I've always gravitated to making art to help me deal with, you know, anything like suicide you, but now like, now that I understand the reasons why, it's become that much more powerful to me because I feel like I can help other veterans come through you know, because right. I've been
0: there before and I, I relate to them and I understand that. Well, I mean, I, and, and obviously, you're, you're not just out of the service. You didn't just leave active duty. So, how, what steps did you have to go through to get to the point where you realized what your passion was? And and, and then, what, what steps did you go through? And how were you able to differentiate when it came down to choose your uh, career path? Between what you are good at, and, and what you just loved.
1: Our service members, when we come out, um, we don't necessarily talk about how you're feeling, that the sense of loss, like I, identity, you know, because you don't, you're not a marine anymore, you're not really a civilian anymore, so it's like you're kind of in a limbo spot and. Mm. And then many of us are very resilient and you just find a way to deal with it, you know? You adapt and you overcome and you throw yourself into the next project or, or job that comes to you. But in the back of your mind, you're not having that sense of fulfillment or pride, you know? And it's almost like a shelf, just walking around. Um, and I think, that was, I think that that's how it was for me. Because um, like I just pushed to Iraq and House three and then when we came back, the mentality back then, it was, you know, and like in the Marine Corps, it was just suck it up, don't say anything, because they're going to keep you, like, you're good to go, like, you don't talk about it, you know? So, you kind of repress all, everything, and then you just get on with life, you know? No, no, but I think, like, the, the moment that was the hardest for me was that I, I think I was carrying on all these emotional, fragmented pieces of myself, but it wasn't until I had my twin that I experienced postpartum, and it brought my Gps to flight you know what i mean but the first two years of the life of my kids i i kept telling myself well yeah you're gonna be tired. you have two babies you know of course you're gonna feel this way so i was always making excuses for it and it wasn't until i went back to school and i i started learning about the signs and the you know Every, all the science behind it that I, I started thinking in retrospect and thinking, well, yeah, that's exactly what I had, but I never asked for help. I never, you know...
0: Yeah, and then, I was
1: drowning by myself and not asking for help.
0: And, is, and then, you know, suck it up, Marine. That's what, you, what, what, what we hear. It's exactly. That is exactly what I used to tell
1: myself. That is exactly what I used to tell myself. I mean, it's like, all this you, is
0: life.
1: You have kids. Suck it up. You just keep suppressing all these emotions and all these feelings, and it becomes like a pressure pot you know at one point it's just all going to explode and then all these emotions are going to come out and you're going to feel very unbalanced because you're having no control you're going to have no control over what you know it, it, being floating out so
0: is this true now i mean maybe you can help me with this what got them into their ptsd the event the occurrence the steps whatever it is right it's this pattern yeah I mean, and they just re- set yeah. it up and relive it over and over and over. And it either confirms what they believed, or or they think yeah. this time I'll do it different.
1: It's gonna be different, and it doesn't, and it reinforces it. Yeah. I mean, everybody has a different reaction to you know to PT is that unconsciously you carry yourself or you behave in a way that you are expecting the outcome to be that of. Right. I know this is gonna fail. And I'm gonna try again, and it's still gonna happen because, you know. So it's kind of like an endless circle, and then, you know, you you feel powerless. You don't have self esteem. You don't have trust in the people. Your know, your safety's shut. So each time this cycle repeats, it reinforces that feeling, you know. And that's why mm-hmm. like, it feels like such a an endless or like hopeless place to be because you're just you know just going around and around.
0: You can't see the pattern. Yeah. Exactly.
1: But well, most of us, most of us don't, because, like I said, most of us have that mentality that you know you suck it up, you you adapt and you overcome, and because we all ha- we're all being told that you know being emotionally wounded is a- is weak, you know, yeah. whatever. But if someone has an emotional wound, or he's just being weak. And I think I think that that should change between, especially starting our ranks, you know. Mm-hmm. So that everyone feels comfortable enough to say, hey, I'm having trouble, I think I need some help. And not feel that you're going to have a stigma attached to it because you are emotionally wounded.
0: Or enough people, and I agree with you, or have enough people out there that will see it and surround you before... ...come uh, out
1: they're trying, they're focusing on the Marine as a whole, you know, not just physically, not just intellectually, but also spiritually and morally and, you know, emotionally. So I think
0: we are coming
1: around. I think the new leaders and and, and both inside and outside the court are realizing this. Yes. And now they're trying to, you know, uh, bring more awareness and make it okay to talk about it.
0: You said, and you said it without thinking even, a Marine anymore. That I'd like to. fine uniform, (laughs) you know. No, no. Let's let's point out the fake sacred cows where they are. You know, I'm not alive where I am today right now because at any point I felt like uh, once a marine, always a marine was a real thing. There, when I was in the lowest parts of my life and I didn't know where to turn, I I tried to reach out to veterans and they weren't there. I didn't know what this once a Marine, always Marine thing was. And, and fundamentally right. in the league, I found out that there's not even a legal basis for us to still have our title. We simply are Marines who carry on the title because some Marines decided that we was so. We the
1: in it, right.
0: Yeah, and they said, well, what right. What gives you the right? And they said, me. <laughs> and nobody wanted to mess with them.
1: Well, do it, because for a moment there, you have to agree that, you know, you are no longer... Uh, legally a Marine, and I think that is one of the reasons why it's really important for organizations like the Marine Corps League to exist, yeah. because it connects the Marine, or the civilian Marine if you want to say it, back oh, to
0: remember. our, you
1: know, our foundation, and gives you that feeling of we still belong together, we still belong, and help watch out for each other, know. So,
0: yeah, the potential for saving lives that the Marine Corps League is a and it cannot be overstated. You gotta give up this whole whatever we're layering all over the term Marine up if it gets in the way of saving lives. That
1: I think that's a pivotal point. If you catch them before they get too far down, you know, like those first six months out of active duty service or, you know, or just you coming down from your contract. I think that's, those are the sixty months Mm. Mm-hmm. engage a submarine coming out. It's a lot harder to, you know, climb back up on, on your own, let alone sign a rope down to get him,
0: you know? Agreed. But if we can get there in the first two weeks, which is like actually kind of my personal go, it just hand them a card. They just gotta, dude, duty. Yeah, I get it. The whole world's your oyster. They don't necessarily want to go rah, 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 hanging around with me. But if that moment comes, they might remember that I made an effort to hand them a card and tell them that I exist and I care about yeah. them.
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, like, I obviously don't want to let pound on them because, yeah, some of them don't want to have anything to do with anything related to or anything their ankle while they're out, you know? And it's understandable. Mm-hmm. But, like you said, plant the seed, you know? Plant the seed. Hey, there's all these places that you could come to if you ever feel this way. You
0: know? Exactly.
1: Have, have them be aware that there are options so that they can reach
0: out. Exactly, and this is about you know? reaching out and saving lives. And more than anything else, I think, that the highest suicide rate in America today and the highest in our history is in white male veteran Marines between the age of 45 and 65, of which I'm 46. And, I, and I'm not gonna joke or, or lie, I'm always gonna be honest in that when I found the league, I was in a, starting to slip into a precarious place. Um, and and it came along at the right moment. But that, if we're really here for our brothers and sisters to the left and the right of us, then whatever we're doing, uh, what position or post we're holding uh, that defines our responsibilities, yeah, okay, I get organizational structure and all that, but if it keeps us from being flexible enough to be there when that Marine needs us before they're dead, then let's do that. And I don't need permission because I have a Marine out on the battlefield of life and we wouldn't leave a brother or sister out on, in the theater of war, if at all possible we could get them. I want to understand why anybody is explaining it's different in the battlefield of life. We're doing it because right. we volunteered. Nobody's paying us now. So, once well, again, yeah,
1: I think it goes back to our it goes back to our motto, you know, five, Like I will have your back no matter what. You know, like I will be faithful to you because that's what we were. We were trained to do, and that if we were in a battlefield, you would be there to have that person. So, what what's the difference between that and being in life? I mean, oh yeah, you know but the, the price the price of life is life you know like we're all going to
0: come out dead so if you can help your brother and your sister to make it through this battlefield I think it's even more important right and in Marines I mean what what makes us so daunting is our ability to adapt and overcome uh, see a situation right identify things that aren't working and change course if need be uh, no matter how hard it is and if you don't like it uh, sorry this is where we're going because this is we have to do something we have a mission to accomplish and the mission right. I feel are out here is to essentially save lives there's not been any other organization in my life I've ever belonged to that it, it was so tight you know I mean yeah we drived at each other and all the stupid silly stuff you remember but in the end it when you get out, that's the last time you've experienced it. I, I would imagine well, you on know that what, level.
1: I think there's something of like fundamentally important about trusting your life in the hands of the person next like to you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know? And and I think that connection is very rare to happen in the Disneyland world, and I think that's. I think that's the point that we should focus on. For for example, for me, like as my my role as a combatant, that, that's what I want to do. I want to be the the bridge between the gap between the older veterans and the younger veterans. You know.
0: Yes, you hit the nail on when the I head. Get
1: asked, yeah, I get, I get asked a lot of times, like, "Well, why do you want to do that?" You know, like I mean, I'm only 39. I'm a, I'm young. I'm a female, and then sometimes I, I even get made fun of because they're like, "Oh, you're gonna go hang out with your old, men, you know, your old guys." But some of these old guys have been more, you know, badasses than most of the young kids nowadays. And mm. I respect that, and I want our younger generation to realize that and connect with them, because oh, God. That, that's, like, that's the, the best role model to mentor after, you know? I just, They t- live through
0: life. You just helped me realize something. I've been asking, uh, how do we bridge this gap of communication? Where's the bridge to the gap that I don't see? What are you talking about? You know, this gap 20 years on either side of our age group. Uh, right. And I I, it's, well, I hate saying this because it's true. We're that bridge, actually. We're the bridge. Because we understand where the young Marines are coming from. that That right. ultimately they don't want to become part of an organization that when... The chips are on the table, and somebody needs help, or something needs to be addressed. They don't have time or patience to wait for the wheels of power and tradition to turn. There's Marines that need help, and that's what they want to go do. I get that, and that's where what we I, we, I told talked to you about. Uh, young Marines have been telling me that's where ah, ra came from is is a, a sarcastic dig at the elder generation, not because of disrespect. But because it's harder to bring somebody on board who who has seen and, and experienced and succeeded so much, they're trying to remember what worked so well for them instead of being present and doing what needs to be done, no matter what it is. Uh, and would you agree that that maybe were the gap in the communication? Because I could see the the benefit of the organization, the deep. Deep reach and network into old power and, and ability that I don't have, and young Marines, younger Marines right. don't have. If, so, if once it's gone, it's gone forever. We've lost it. Yeah, I, I honestly
1: feel that. Yes, like our generation, it's we're the ones holding, you know, hands with the like, older veterans and the younger veterans. You know what I mean? A lot of times, I feel like the ones that make the connection like i could relate to young marines and like i could, you know you know kick rocks and like joke around but then when i need to be serious i can be seriously connect to the older veterans you know agreed and that's ba- that's basically like what i'm how i move around how i navigate between these two worlds because i, I want them to connect. like i like i tell i um i'm also the president at my school uh, for the Veterans Student United, and, I, you know, when I got to my veterans there, I said, you guys, you should hang out with, with, you know, the older guys, because they're established members of the community, you know? Mm-hmm. You guys are coming out of school, you are trying to find your way in this world, they've already made it. Mm-hmm. So, look for them, for mentorship, like, look for them, for, for you know, to, to help you guide your way through. So, A- absolutely. I, I think that's, that's a big important component of how we, we, we can connect them. And also I've been lucky enough that the Marines in my detachment and the Marines that I've come with in contact with so far in, in the league have been very open to not only a younger marine but a female marine mm-hmm. you know they're very supportive and they're very motivated and I don't feel that they make me feel out of place. You know, it, th- and I think that's a huge, important piece of it, especially if you want to drive more female members.
0: Yes, this is an important moment in time and space. Our our meeting right now, I, I want to. I just want to highlight it for whoever's listening, or not. If it helps one person a hundred years from now, yay! That then we accomplish our mission. Right,
1: right. No, I. You know, I think it's. I, like I said, I am very new, so my experience with the league has, has been so positive so far. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the difference, So When you have leaders that accept you and are open to new ideas, you know? Traditions are good, but if traditions are not working, you have to be open to change. And I mean, and, and, and change a paradigm, you know?
0: Yeah, like immediate pivots yeah. uh, for survival.
1: Exactly. is this is one thing and and I think in that it's it's the key you know it's it's a cohesive understanding from both sides that yes you respect tradition but you also need to be open to new things Mm -hmm. to make things work you know yeah. and like I said on on my end I've been very lucky I'm very supportive and and I have a really good team and yeah I'm I'm motivated to hit the ground running you know so yeah
0: yeah. and and you know, I had, well, I just had this picture of mine. You were talking about bridging the gap, and, you know, you can reach across and put your hands out. Uh, and, 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 and you do have a, a kind of a unique ability right now to be able to do that because, yeah, the, the younger Marines, I put out my hands or get what I'm talking about on a symbolic and theoretical level. But I, once I put my hands out to the older guys, they're going to be like, I'm not holding your hand. And they're like, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm serious. Because my experience how I've been explaining it. They go, boy, we really need some eggs here if we want to get along and, and accomplish our mission. And I go, "Ah, sir, I'll go get some eggs. And I, I come back and uh, I, I go, Marines, I found, I found a, gold, a goose. And I found this golden egg. And they go, golden eggs? We didn't ask for no golden eggs. No, no, you don't understand. It's made of gold, so, like, it'll pay for everything we need to accomplish. We're set, and they're like, no, we didn't ask for golden eggs. Uh, uh, you need to go take that golden egg somewhere else. We want just plain eggs.
1: <laughs> right. Uh, and, you know, and at, that moment, and at that moment, like, you have the burden of being recently on your shoulders. You right. know, Because a lot of times, a lot of times, it's... It's hard. It's a it's a it's a battle uphill to try to change people's perspectives. But if you fully fully believe in your mission, then you gotta gut it out. You know. I I lead my life with that mentality in everything I do. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of times, you know, like yeah, people are going to be um, critical of you and how how you operate or or, or who you think you are. You know, like. Mm. Why do, why do you think it's special to do this? But if you really lead from truth and from your mm. heart, and having like an honest will to help your veterans and, and a community, mm. I think it'll come down. And it's, it's something that people pick up on. Yes. You know?
0: Yes. You I, I agree. That.
1: You cannot fake passion and honesty. Yes. And even if they might, you know, push you back a little bit at the beginning, they're gonna see you true intentions, and then they're be like, okay, okay. I see where you're coming from, you
0: know? Yeah, and, and, so. and in, my, in my perspective, I'm, I'm okay. I'm good. This was good for me because I, I was able to acknowledge for myself that it, ultimately I'm not doing this for a single damn one of them or veterans or, or you, honestly. I'm doing this for me. I need to survive. I want to survive. I earned the title because I did it inside I still have the title because I want to keep it inside the lessons that I learned. But outside of active duty, this is still a battlefield, and if anybody wants to challenge me on that, I just have to say we have Marines homeless on the battlefield of life that aren't choosing it, and we haven't sent out a search and rescue team yet. Just to illustrate that this is every bit a, a battlefield it's just a different kind it's a battle you have to choose to engage in moment to moment
1: right
0: rather than have uh, your sergeant yeah, and, push you
1: and like you said it like, the, the, key, the key part of that is that you are not getting paid for it you know it has to be an honest intention to
0: want to do it mhm is if we want to solve if we want to solve the suicide rate amongst Marines, because that's the highest in our history, and and I think that our Corps, that's why the commandant and the sergeant major had approached the Marine Corps League, is that we've got to do something. We, but, but why are we not rowing in the same direction? You got any
1: I know it's kind of like a tidal wave, you know, you start creating little ripples, and then eventually you'll cross a tsunami, you know? Mm. And then the thing is, you have to align with people that are, see your vision and and use them and their energy and their passion to help each other drive it, you know? One person can't do it. One person won't be able to change it. It has to be like a cohesive effort to be able to change yeah the way we we see mental health you know
0: agreed we're
1: we uh, but like i said i find i find that we we're, we're moving in the right direction we're not moving fast enough in my for my liking but i can see that we're we're shifting you know sail to the right course
0: starting to tack. Yeah, tack yeah tack left and right cut across the <laughs> winds um uh,
1: like yeah, like I was like I was telling you before. Like I I have um, you know I want to do my goal is to work with veterans with uh with our therapies
0: and uh, do, do you have a business yet, or, or is that you're working towards it?
1: No, I'm just I, I'm, I'm just graduating this um this May. Congratulations. Least, uh, thank you, thank you. That was, that was hard being a full time mom and full time student and everything that uh. But so. Um, but my goal because I see it, I see it happening all across you know like i, I have friends I have actually there's a lot a lot of marines that um you know they're in Colorado they're in Pennsylvania they're in Chicago, they're in like you know Ohio, and all of them have dove head first into art, you know, and a lot of them are actually working with ceramics, which is the medium that mm-hmm. i I chose but i this this the, 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 the
0: Therapeutic benefit of creating art—it's tangible, you know. Yes. You can see it, um, and I'm—I'm I'm very passionate about that. I definitely—that's my goal. And I would agree and, with you one hundred percent. What I, what I, what I found is that if you have, for me, I'm just creating the safe space, the structure. Uh, where they can come to their own realizations without me dictating to them right. how they how they come about to it. I just say, here it is, have fun. If you're not having fun, uh, I might ask you to leave, uh, but do come back again and try and have fun. Uh, yeah, I can't overestimate how I agree with you 100% that that is therapeutic, just to have a safe space where nobody's dictating to you or trying to give you some professor's method of how you should or some sergeant major of the Marine Corps who did but just letting you be because it doesn't matter really uh, how we get there as long as we're there we just are using the fact that we're Marines to get us to that point right If you, I mean would you agree Wait, with that I, I think yeah definitely <laughs> there's
1: you you mentioned two aspects that are are key components. It's having a safe place to be creatively vulnerable. You Mm -hmm. know? Because when you think about it, like any any form of art making, it's a visual language that you're expressing your, you know, your emotions, your subconscious. Something in the back of your subconscious is coming out. You know? Whether you're being aware of it or not.
0: It's going to come out.
1: And having... Exactly. Exactly. And having... A safe place to do this, and do it on your own at your own pace. It that is where that door opens. Mm. You know, you feel more at ease, and you feel more comfortable. And and then you put your guards down. Then maybe you could talk about it. You know. Yeah, and I want to. But it, it's having it's breaching that initial wall. That is the biggest problem.
0: Yes, and, and that's the most you and I think it's important to interject here uh, that, that between me and you, we, we understand this, but I want our listeners or anybody who's thinking about it. Anybody, anybody, hold on just a second. Oh, thank you. Anybody, anybody who wants to do an art day or art night, you don't have to have any kind of skill. You can do it. I did it. And, and but the safe space is so important. What does that mean? It means no politics no religion right nobody's asking um, each other about combat or anything that's going to get people riled yeah. up uh, yeah you can talk but uh, who who are you serving when you're trying to interject uh, today's latest political news is it it does it help us achieve our mission it it no it doesn't uh, so as long as that safe place is maintained good. You can do an art day or an art night and you can uh, have supplies or however you want to go about doing it. Your local veterans and Marine Corps League will be more than happy to help endorse or maybe even support it. Uh, but, But don't, if you do decide to do this, You, for example, when you graduate, you'll be qualified to do analysis, to make notes, to do proper referrals uh, for someone, to maybe a specialist, or to point them in a direction that's going to make sense for them medically. But I can't do that, and I should never try.
1: Right. And you shouldn't, right, because, exactly. Once you open those emotional gates, really, you could cause more
0: damage. You could drown in their flood. Um, Right.
1: Yeah, yeah, and then you can re-injure them and it it just becomes a bigger mess. But that is an important, important thing to highlight that you said. I mean, creating art as an activity has therapeutic benefits, you know? Yeah. But there is, like, people shouldn't say, oh, it's art therapy, because it's not. Like, art therapy is a specialized profession where you create a treatment plan For that person, using art as a vehicle to get into their emotional locked
0: spaces, and And that is a huge difference, exactly, and that's
1: a huge difference to highlight because you're because creating art is not you know therapy. It 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 makes you it gets you into a state of relaxation and it's good, but it's not you know.
0: It's letting your guard yeah, down enough that your subconscious exactly. has a way of communicating right. productively. Because we right. all know how unproductive think, it is.
1: Exactly. And I think, like, as, as an art therapist, graduate, <laughs> I'm not there yet, but uh, <laughs> it's important that you highlighted that, you know, the differences, because a lot of people get confused. They're like, oh, like, for example, I heard of a, of a Marine um, in, in one of those, uh, Veteran group that just committed suicide a few weeks ago, oh, and the comments were like, "Oh, but he was doing so good. He was painting, you know." Like that's not a proper treatment, you know. Yeah, like,
0: what, what that means, yeah, Marines, painting. that we we missed something.
1: Exactly, exactly. Or, or you know, like he just he wasn't he wasn't reaching for the right type of help. Yeah, he was painting. It's a great thing because it was helping him cope for that moment. It mm. was giving him. A relief
0: for that moment, but he wasn't addressing his issues. You know what I mean? Oh, good.
1: And I think that's a point to
0: highlight. Yes, well met. Well met. That is so important that just like when we're out in the theater of war, uh, we wouldn't leave another Marine out in the battlefield. You know, the the League uh, just put out in in the first quarter their Simplify and let everybody know that they had an open call to rewrite their mission. What's our mission? And honestly, I mean, the mission that they had is a suggestion, it was kind of rah-rah-rah patriotic, whatever. What is our mission, right? That's an important thing, because we're the only congressionally chartered veteran service organization in the world, which right, means we're right, charged right. by our citizens, by those who are protecting us, and the charge they have given us is to render all aid to, to all Marines uh, FMF Corman, and, and chaplain. yeah, and their families and their orphans and their survivors exactly. and, and nobody because seems to understand actually, what that, that means that's a blank check to take care of each yep. other nobody really has yep. understood the power behind that so on now what is our mission if it's anything other than free and clear of politics and religion and anything that divides us if it's anything other than saving each other and helping each other make it to the finish line in one piece or as much as we can muster then they might as well shut their doors because there's no point yeah I, maybe I that's too bold I, I, I think
1: I think we need to focus I mean it's like I said, I what drew me, what drew me to the Marine for me is you know we still have the uniform, so you still have the pride, you know, of, of being being a submarine in the community, you know. Of course, you always want to look nice, right? Our uniforms are good, but with that attention, I think we need to make the connection to the human side of the Marine.
0: Yes, yes. You know, there is and, and that's that what's be missing.
1: be the key point.
0: It, it do you? that's it's missing in our in our society in america today what there's no example of is an example of service that isn't self-serving and i'm talking about religion ultimately right yeah. i'm talking right. about politics right. i'm talking about we don't nobody has anything to look to and go that's true because when no matter what, we everybody else is saying they seem to just do what's right when it needs to be done, and everybody else can just fall in line and follow us or whatever. But they're just doing it because they see it. And, and I, right. the Marine Corps League is uniquely positioned to be that and be a uniting force. Right. if they can look in the mirror and say am I the b- greatest impediment to our survival or, or am I the best thing that helps us figure out how to move forward as, as long as we're saving lives I'm about it I could give a damn about a uniform or a cap or whether they, they have right. all the patches if it stops me from oh, helping I, a marine I, I I'll wear anything if, if it'll help a yeah. marine
1: yeah, but I think it comes to, it comes in a balance, though, because, you know, because you are visible in the community, mm-hmm. it draws attention. So you have the responsibility to carry yourself in a certain manner, but also keep always pressing that your basic goal is to connect yeah. with, you know, the Marine and his family. So, yeah, it, it, it's a very, you know, like you said, a lot of times you feel self-serving because I guess no good deed is. Altruistic, <laughs> no, good,
0: no good deed will go unpunished. I know it, just, it happens exactly, all the time.
1: Exactly, but you have to, <laughs> but you have to use, always keep that in mind. You know, like being in the public eye comes with responsibility. So yes, you have to carry yourself in a certain manner.
0: It's true because
1: you have pride in the way you present
0: yourself. You know, and, and but and always keep
1: checking ahead, yourself. Why? The why right. you're doing it.
0: The why is important, because my all the detachments in the region after the fires went out and helped people find housing, find shelter, got food, and we performed in such a manner that say, national said, you know, y'all did amazing job helping people with fires. I mean, it's just, you couldn't look over there and not know you were helping. You're going to get this award and you can wear it on your chest because we say you can wear it. It is not attached to anything. except the fact that we see you, we see what you did. I don't need a blood stripe on my pants. Uh, that's what I did when I was in active duty. But if there was something I right. did, like if we saved lives on uh, when when a community was flooding,
1: yeah,
0: man, let's and, let's recognize that. And I
1: think that's a really that. important point. Like you know, I think that's a very important point. Like we we, we shouldn't get we shouldn't get caught on appearances and so much of the the essence of you know the reason why we're doing things.
0: I have to say, I'm completely shocked right now. I'm looking up at the, the the system, and we're hitting 52 minutes. It did not feel like 52 minutes, honestly. Uh, <laughs> I can talk, I can talk a lot. <laughs> no, 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 well met, Marine. Well met, Marine. because the grease that is going to keep us going is communications. And I get, is I think unconventionally, that you drill down to any, if somebody has an accident, injury, or God forbid a death, or things aren't working right, and you start from where it went wrong and work backwards and dig and investigate and dig and investigate. I guarantee you, every single time, 100%, it started in the soil of poor communication practices and procedures. But undercommunicating means lives. Don't they say, like, I
1: still make some sleep out of you and me?
0: what does and, it
1: yeah.
0: oh assume don't, don't assume anything because it makes the yeah, yeah. ass out of you and me yeah
1: I'm a firm believer that you should always speak your mind clearly and to so people understand where you're coming from and you should also listen you know yeah when you listen to people's stories and their point of view and where they come from you're more likely to find points where you both connect
0: <sighs> yeah that's powerful on uh, doubt. human level is it Don't get so wrapped up in your position that you can't hear. Communication is key. And sometimes people will have, like, exactly what you needed to hear.
1: Uh, Yeah, so since we're beginning, uh, we're going to start having our meetings every Wednesday night. Uh, No, 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 every second Wednesday of the month. Mm. So if any Marines are in the Nassau County, New York area, come on down. Or you can find us on Facebook or Instagram, and we'll give you all the information there.
0: And do you have a website yet?
1: Um, no, not yet. That's why we, we just set up a Facebook page and an Instagram page. That mm-hmm. way we can start connecting.
0: And you have um, a location and so address? We,
1: yeah, mm-hmm. phone, email, address is all on there. Excellent. So just like search Father Capadano, MPL, and then you'll find
0: us. And do you have any other uh, social or regular meetings besides just the uh, the monthly meeting that you want to make everybody aware of, or you all still figuring that out?
1: Um. Yeah, we're just figuring all that out now. Um, but we do plan to have you
0: know um a few uh, barbecues during the
1: summer, and mm. we're planning a voting um
0: outing for veterans here in uh in Port. Outstanding. In the Nassau County. Yeah. Yeah. And and uh, is there any oh, yeah, way? Is I'm here. Is there will always be somebody uh who can get back to them within 24 hours at the Facebook and whatnot? Oh yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, we're, we're very quick to respond.
0: Excellent. Well, we do want to also say that if if you're trying to reach out to somebody and it's an emergency or you feel like uh, something that shouldn't happen might happen, uh, you can reach out to us. But we're we're not experts. If you feel like you're having thoughts about things that you shouldn't, please reach out to uh, your nearest uh, emergency room nine one one. Or, or Veterans Hospital Outreach. There are people and resources for you. You are never alone. Uh, one last thing. Let yeah. me hear your best hurrah.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Uh-huh. Thank you so much. <laughs> From the bottom of my heart, appreciate it. It was a good show, and I hope you'll uh, grace us with your presence again in the future. Thank you. Definitely. Thank you so
1: much. I enjoyed it. It was good. And keep me up. Oh, my God.
0: Absolutely, I sure will. Okay. Well, that's our show for this week. Thank you for joining us at in the Fighting Hole. And remember, if you're in the East Bay or in the San South Bay in San Jose, or in the North Bay, or in the city, or over there in the valley, we sure do have a detachment that's near you. Just look up the Marine Corps League in your area, and you'll be able to click on it and find out what times we meet, and also. Tune in and pay attention for any kind of announcements with the Marine for Life Network, Uh, especially if you're transitioning Marine, FMF, Corpsman, or Chaplain. We want to reach out to you and make sure that you have the resources to be able to succeed in this new phase of your civilian uh, life that's coming. Again, thank you for joining us. Our next show is going to be, we have two shows in the can, actually. One is Pete Turner. He's the podcast host for the break it down podcast he's based out of la and we have another uh guest his name is gustavo ambrosio and he is uh, a programmer at large so we get really deep into some geeky programming stuff so if you're into that or you're into any kind of uh information technology stuff uh, you're sure to enjoy that show uh, thank you for tuning in and semper fidelis i'll see you soon good night